to Simon Kufayin Vav. Okay, we're up to Simon Kufayin Vav. We're on page Kufayin Vav. This is amazing. The coincidence of both I have the same page and the same Simon. This is very, very bizarre. It's very bizarre. Such, such, such an occurrence. Kuf I involve both page and Simon. Uh, I don't believe so. I'm sorry. Kuf I involve. Okay, just listen along. Sorry. Kuf I involve. Okay, so we we tzemer rechelim the the elim in pishtan. Let's discuss now the laws of shatne. Shatnes is wool and linen. What is wool? Wool is only come from a Rechelim, the Elim, Rachel is a female sheep and an Ayel is a male, a male sheep. In Pishon with linen, with linen is also Mishom Kilayim. Today there are, a lot, there are a lot of materials that are called wool, but it's not from, they're not necessarily from a sheep. They come from camels. I'm not familiar with all the terms, all the different types of the, the types of uh, Types of wool, but the only what there are many different types of wool, and the people who are in the industry and in, in, in the know are able to determine if the wool it may seem like wool, it may feel like wool, it may look like wool even under a microscope. It looks like wool, but you, but but there are certain signs. The from the experts can tell that this comes from sheep. The min of a rochel in an isle. If it's not from a rochel in an isle, then there is no prohibition. This is not a problem of shatnis. It's a false alarm. So only these two are also mentioned. Likewise, when it comes to flax, there are many different types of things that grow from the ground that resemble flax. And even under the microscope, they look extremely similar. And if you're not trained to differentiate between real flax and other types of products that grow from the ground that look like flax, then you would make a mistake. So you have to know exactly what is shotnays and what is not shotnays. Most of the time the mistakes are things we think are not shotnays are shotnays. But there are situations where things are false alarms. Things appear to be shotnays to a person that's not trained and the people, and experts will tell that it's not shotnays. Even sometimes on the label, they'd label it wrong. You could, have, you could have a suit, you could have a garment, and it says that it's made from wool. It's not really wool that comes from sheep. It's a different type of wool, and uh, it's not necessarily a problem. So you always need to go to a shotness expert. Bein shatafa beget semer, al beget pishtan. So the rule is it makes no difference. In another year we're going to a certain chumash. Let's just read the halakha and we'll go to some of the details. Whether you stitch together two different garments. I have a garment of wool and a garment of linen. I stitch the two together. According to all opinions, that is only an iser derabonim. That's not an iser deraisa. Wool and linen, the wool and linen have to be stitched. stitched to, the, the, the wool and linen together make up the garment. But if you take two garments, woven together, woven in the garment. I'll, I'll discuss that in the moment. Machlegis Rashi and But if you have two different garments, one garment is wool, one garment is linen, and you take uh, you take a thread, whether thread is cotton or any type of thread, polyester or nylon, and you stitch the two together, that is also midrabanan. Bein shatafar beget semer bechutei pishtan ubehebek. Whether you stitch together, bein shatafar beget semer in beget pishtan. I feel bechutei mesh. Even if the stitching you're using a silk, silk threads are combining these two together. Oy bechutei canvas or canvas threads are stitching two together. Bein shatafar beget semer bechutei pishtan. When you stitch together. Wool with linen, or the other way around, it makes no difference. You tie together strands of linen with strands of tzemer, 
they are braided together. Any mixture whatsoever of wool and linen is prohibited. Next, a person inserts one thread into a garment, a garment of wool, and you insert a thread of linen, and you tie it, you knot it, or you should talk off state or you don't tie, you don't make a knot, but you in, you insert it into a garment to two stitches, af even though it's not tied, have a chibur leklayim, it's a chibur leklayim and it's also. The alkane, therefore, also lechaber beget semer beget pishtam, it's also to combine the two together, afilu ayidei machad, even through a needle, beloichot, bigger chedesh, even with a safety pin. You're not allowed to bring together as a chumrah even two garments, wool and linen, and keep them together with a machad without any thread, even with metal. To put the two together is also a form of shatnis. It doesn't say glue, so I'll call it the same thing. It's aser. It's aser. Any type of chibor is aser midiraban. Okay, let's take a step back. I'll give you some adam. I went on, I did some research yesterday online from the Star King. They have a very nice article giving some of the basics of shatnis. It says in the Torah, Shanes, Shanes is, is a contraction of three words. Shoa, Tavoy, and Noz. 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 Shoa means to comb. Noah means to, 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 uh, to spin. And Noz means to twine. To twine. So how do we make that? The first thing you do when you take, you take wool is you have to comb the wool. The wool is not ready to be made into threads until you first comb it. That's, the, that's called Shoa. The second step is to take some of the raw material and to twist it and to make it into fine little strands. A strand is not significant, is not sufficient to be used in making clothing. After you have one strand, you have to combine it with at least another strand and twist it together to make a thread. When you look at a thread, it's so teeny. You need a microscope sometimes to see a thread. But the truth is every single thread really is made from multiple strands twisted together on a very very uh, microscopic level. They're twisted together. So again, there are three different parts. There's combing, there is twisting, and there is twining. Combing is shoa. Uh, I'm sorry, is a shoa, it's combing. Um, uh, tavui is the twisting, the, the first step. And then there is the nose, is where we take what's been twisted and we twine it together to make what's called a chut. According to the shita of Rabbeinu, I'm already forgetting is a Rashi Rabbeinu Tan. I'm already, I'm already forgetting who says what. But according to some, one of the Rishonim, it's only shadnis the Oraisa if you if you comb them together, you twist them together, and you twine them together. You have to start off with the raw material. Take some flax, take some wool, and mix them together, and comb them out together. Then extract some of that raw material and twist them together and then take two or more of those strands and twine them together to strands has a mixture itself exactly every single so the final chut the final finished product is a combination of wool and linen and have all gone through the three parts together that when you have a chut that has within it all three together, and that chut now is used as a garment, that, that those chutim become part of a garment which you put upon your body, that is the iser de oiraisa of shanis. And that, what? By clay cam, you have to 
Yeah, all three together. You have to plant. You have to plant a, a wheat, barley, and a, and, a, and geffen together in one mapoila siat in a chanam. It would be the same exact thing. Now, I think I think that's the sheet of Rashi. If not, I'm saying according to Rashi, it comes out that it's kimat bezman hazeh. You'll almost never have shatnes bezman hazeh. They're right. You're never going to have bezman hazeh because it's not going to happen. Say what they're going to do. Even if you have a situation where you have chutim, which there are such things of chutim are made from woolen together, but they're not going to be they're not going to be combed together and they're not going to be spun together. Even if you'll find chutim and have a combination, you're not going to have all three together. But according to Rashi, all three, that's the word shatnes, shoah, tavoy venos, all three must be done together. That was what makes shatnes de'oyraisa. If you only have one, two, or three, or certainly if you have a garment and some threads are wool, some threads are linen, or you have a suit and they stitch on the buttons with linen, or whatever the situation, whatever it is, it's impossible for there to be impossible for there to be there's not going to be deraisa. However, Rabbeinu Tam disagrees. Rabbeinu Tam says that shanis deraisa can be even if even if you um, don't have them. Even if each one is independent, you have wool wool threads and linen threads that are completely separate and the wool and linen threads have now come together that will also be shatnets de Arisa. We follow the sheet of Rabbeinu Tam. And therefore that's why if you have a garment, in the garment there's even there's wool, there's a garment of wool and there are linen threads, it automatically becomes shatnets de Arisa. In most cases the interior garment yeah. of the collar. In the collar usually you have a, uh, a linen, a linen, a linen mesh, which strengthens it. No, inside the collar over here, there's some lining of linen. That's yeah. what stiffens your collar. They use linen. They use linen. Okay, they they some of the, linen. the the the, the chutim, Some of some of the sometimes the stitching on certain. Someone once explained to me. I don't know yeah, all the. Yeah, no, I see. I see. What they do is they take a a lining. It's called actually an interlining. Of uh, linen, which is stiffer, okay, and they put it in into the, the collar, collar, and that's what keeps it in place, and also keeps it okay. stiff. And then it's uh, it's covered, so they're not even sewn together very often. Okay. Okay. The truth is, yeah. I don't like the word twining. Yeah. I like to use the idea that it's the material is is combed. Okay. And it's spun into the thread. Spun. And the threads are woven. But there's a third. Before the threads are woven, in making the thread itself, there are three stages. There's the combing. There is the spinning. And then after, when you spin it, you're just creating strands. Those strands are not threads. Those strands have to be have to be twined together to make a chut. Then you begin the weaving process. Then the woven is the fourth process. That's the that's the no, that's not shani, but shani is the shani refers to the threads. There are three parts in creating the thread: combing, the spinning, and, and the twining. I don't, I don't know where to the other words. That's what's what you, the second level. Spin. Spin. After you, when you spin, you create very, very thin strands. Those strands are not strong enough to serve as threads. You have to take multiple strands and spin them together to form 
to form a chut. And then after you have a chut, that's already that's making the garment. After you have this, the, 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 the chut, and then you can begin to weave to weave the garments. Okay, traditionally was, they were much thicker the threads. They were, they were, there was uh, the shasi and the erif, the warp and the woof. Today, due to technology, we're able to make extremely thin threads. Today, it's a different... different the, war, the, war, the, weaving, the weaving process. But those yeah, threads, thread. but those, yeah, after you have the threads, but those are thick, those are relatively speaking, today's, today's uh, standards, very, very thick. Because you wouldn't be able to do... Yeah, you, spinning and weaving. No, weaving is the later state. Weaving is after you already have a chut, you then weave the garments. There are two different stages of spinning. There are two stages of spinning. Put it like that. There is the combing, spinning one, spinning two. I call the second spinning called the twine. A piece of, what do you call it, cotton wool? Yeah. And when you spin it, you have becomes like a, when you make for the menorah, you make, but that's not a thread yet. That, you, you have to take two, at least two of those. Couple them together so that they're continuous and that they right. The continuous because you, you only little fluid. Each one has to overlap with the next in order to make it continuous. And you also you have to spin in different directions in order to make it cleave to each other. There's a technique. There's a very complicated technique in doing this. They have machines that do this on on, on large large scale. Okay, that's one. That's one important thing. Now the next very big issue in the laws of Shabbos Bismanas, especially for Bismanas, is why don't we say the rules of bittel? If you have a chut, and the chut is made partly from wool and partly from linen, why don't we say if the majority is wool, if the majority is wool, you have a garment. So let's talk about a garment. You have a garment. So most of the garment is wool. So you have a few little threads here and there. Big deal. What's the big deal? If you have a thread here and there that's made from linen. Why don't we go say so we go both to the majority. The majority is wool, so it's not Koshanis. Only, so Teretz says there's no such thing of bitl. When it comes, that's exactly what Teretz says, that you're not allowed to bring together two, 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 two different kinds. There's no bitl. However, even though we don't have a rule of bitl when it comes to a finished thread, we do in halach apply the little bitl in the thread itself. So if the majority of the thread is wool, and the minority of the thread is those, if you spin together, you spin threads, and the, the raw material used to spin the thread, the majority is wool, even though in the thread itself there is linen, it is not shanes, the thread is bottle. So there are times when you can bring a garment into a, a, a shanes laboratory, and there's definitely... The case, there's never any shanes. No, but never once you have a thread... 50%. Exactly. You're but never going to have 50-50, right? Right. So that's exactly the Torah. Oh, so that. So what does the Torah mean? The Torah that means according to Rabbeinu Thomas, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to stitch once a thread. Once a thread is wool or linen, even though that wool or linen thread is a minority, is one in a million of a garment. The garment is shatnis. If you have a garment, the garment is all 99.99%. Well, but, but that's certain, that's even on the out, that's stitched together. But once you have a chut, and the chut and halach has been defined as being either wool or linen, that chut is no longer bottle when it's applied to a, a garment. The only time we do apply bitl is in the chut itself, is the thread itself. If the thread itself is, comp- is made... So basically you have to have one foot of... That's called wool, and one chut that's called linen. linen, and that's shatnis deraisa. And then it becomes shatnis But in making the chut itself, we you do apply the rules of bittel. If the chut itself, the chut itself, is spin, you spin the chut. You take ninety percent wool and ten percent linen, 
and you spin it together to create a chut, that's not shanis. Because there, the chut itself, in the chut itself, we apply the rule of bittel. But once the chut is complete, and then halach has given it the status of either wool or linen, and it's then used for a garment that's the uh, that's different, that's the opposite, that is shanis, even if that chut relative to the garment is one in a million. It doesn't make a difference. It's never bottle. The chut is never bottle. So even though sometimes under a microscope you will discover that indeed there is shotness, there is wool and linen, if the, if the laboratory will tell you but the shotness is in the chut itself, that would not be shotness. Now how do you have a, a, such a thing like that? You're not going to have it today in the modern world, at least according to the article I read from the Star K. You're not going to have it in the chutim, but there's a big industry in what's called I don't know. We process fibers. Yeah. We process. Well, they take. Well, they basically that's they take they clothing. The baseball gloves were shotless. They. That's what they said. Years ago, there was a time that they said. Oh uh, no! So you would say reprocessed fibers. Uh, in so it could be problems. So that's that's the big issue. So when it's reprocessed fiber, it's not. Since mm-hmm. so this this is where you have a problem. They basically they take garments. There's a made. There's a big industry for this. They take garments, old, worn out garments and they shred it they shred it into uh, into nothing into powder almost and with glue or something they basically they flatten it and they make it into a piece of material through some type of chemicals they take fibers now in this when they shred when they shred shmatis they don't know what they're shredding sometimes they shred wool sometimes they shred linen they can shred cotton polyester everything goes into the machine and it's inevitable you're going to have under a microscope you're going to have in the reprocessed fibers you're going to have wool and linen it can very well be that the majority they're able to determine that the majority 85% is going to be wool it's in order that they maintain a certain texture has a certain texture and sometimes the technology is so advanced where in the store you really can't tell the difference it looks it looks and feels just as good as the real the real stuff the only difference is just the article is that the that these these garments because it's not from complete fibers they wear out and lose their shape very quickly mm-hmm. so if you buy a suit and you try it on and it comes from reprocessed fibers and it looks like wool it feels like wool and it looks good, you should know that in two weeks, it's going to look like a shmata. <laughs> and therefore, if they're charging you only $25 for a suit that otherwise would cost $500, that's because in two weeks, it's a disposable suit. In two weeks, it's going to pull. There's a, it's a certain terminology they use what happens to. Because it's not created from complete fibers. It's created from fibers that are cut short and are only glued together through some type of chemicals which, which cause the fibers to adhere to each other. And in this, indeed, you're going to find, under a microscope, you're going to find linen and wool mixed together. So that's not necessarily a problem. Because since these are not, these are not uh, threads, we go basuroiv. So in these situations, you'll see on the label, 85% wool, 15% linen, <laughs> shanes. No, it's not necessarily shanes. Here you can apply the rule of bittel. So this is just something to, want to, to be aware of. The, the, the shanes is primarily when you deal with complete threads. Complete threads of wool or complete threads of linen that have been woven, that have been have come together, that is a problem of Shanes de Rice, according to the Shita of Rabbi Nutan. According to Rashi, it wouldn't even be a problem of the rice, only a child de Rabbanan. The very big, very big naf queen of the rice de Rabbanan, we're going to see some bizarre situations of, like, let's say, you want to sit down on a chair, like these chairs. 
and there are people there are people that will not sit down on this chair unless they have a label on this chair that's been shek for Shabbos. there are such people there are there are such people imagine this what? it's a gezerah it's a gezerah that if you sit down and he actually mentions it it may come up maybe it's damaged and it may come up and provide warmth on top of your on top of your flesh a thick couch you sit down in you sink down so deep the material on the bottom of the couch may come and give warmth to the, the upper you surface of your body now? yeah they do there are people that do there are there is such a under thing under the table that they upholstered the couch what? the upholstered yeah. the couch under they, 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 I remember when I was in high school they, we, I, I, that was in those days they used to use all kinds of today it's all phone right so today it's a lot easier today but, but you never know dollar bills yeah it's a linen weave the dollar is a linen weave, yeah. And you put it into your pocket and you have the... Okay, but you're not gluing it. It's not, it's not attached. It's not attached. It's not connected to your pocket. It's not, it's not attached. You have a piece of candy You're sitting in a couch. What would be if they had a security feature, a wool... A wolf embed into, into the you tell me it's a linen weave. That's true. The, the paper is a linen weave. The paper, and you would have some type of security feature of a of a wool. What does it mean? A linen weave? Do they use linen? Yeah, the material that's used is actually a cloth-based material. You have a special material. That's why it's so hard to forge. What are those little lines on the dolly? Little blue lines. Those are, threads in it. Of what? Linen? What kind of threads are those? They're not threads because they're not... So so who knows? Maybe one day there'll be such a thing you'll have a Shiloh Shanes. Right. There are stories of the G'dayla Yisrael when they travel on the train they refuse to sit down. Yeah, chair. He used to have, he had a habit of the stipend for thirty hours. Right. 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 He figured, I'll go on the train. I'll, I'll study first. I'll go on the train. See six hours. When we got on the train. He, he found all this shares. Was Shatnes? Well, no, he didn't know. He didn't know. So he stood on the train for thirty hours. Six hours. He stood on the train. There are these stories. Right. Yeah. You know the story we got down. You're putting a dollar in your pocket. You're not, it's not it's a, it's a gazer that when you sit down it may come upon you and, and give you it's a chumrah it's an extreme chumrah he's going to mention it over here okay, before we go for this one thing he doesn't mention I want to talk about it one thing he mentions and very important, is, it's really more important for women it happens to men also that if you're wearing two different garments let's say you wear, you're, you're wearing a, uh, a cotton you're wearing, you're wearing a, uh, a linen so women have the problem let's say look at it in general a man is wearing a cotton shirt and a linen and a linen jacket. Okay, there are such things. People have a, a wool a wool shirt, a wool shirt and a linen jacket. Is that is that problematic? So the answer is you're wearing wool sitzes underneath. It's a linen shirt. You're wearing wool sitzes, and then you wear a linen shirt on top of it. A, a wool sits and a linen shirt on top. Okay, so this indeed can be problematic. The, the rule is this is the rule. The rule of thumb is if you can remove what's underneath. If you're wearing two different types of garments, you're wearing a shirt from one type and a jacket from a different type, or you're wearing a talus scud, you're wearing a metallus. I remember one time in Shul a person was wearing a linen suit. He was very proud that he was wearing a linen suit. 
and, and he put on a talus. Put on a talus. So they told him, you know, you're not allowed to wear a talus top of your jacket. You're wearing a linen jacket, take off your jacket. You can wear the pants. Don't take off your pants. <laughs> you can wear the linen pants, but you cannot, the rabbi told him, that it's it's not so simple, but you should take and you should not wear a wool talus on top of a linen jacket. Unless the talus is worn in a way where you can take off the jacket without taking off the talus. If you, if you, because if you're trapped in, even though the two garments are completely separate, if the undergarment is trapped and it cannot be removed without removing the outer garment, that according to one opinion in Shulchan Aruch, is, is also a, 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 an astringency in the laws of Shanis. Who had this problem? Take a guess who had this problem? The Kohen Gadol. The Kohen Gadol, this was an Asei Doi had exactly this, because the Kohen Gadol, he wore the Nechmasayim and the Kesoynes, which was linen. He wore the undergarments, which were linen. And he wore the Me'il and the Ephod on top. And the Me'il is pure wool. Wasn't the Avnei Shadis? That was a, that's another shot. That's the child that's Machloik. It was the Avnei Shadis and not Shadis. But even put aside that. But what about, what about wearing the, the, the coin Hedid had that problem? Right. But the coin Gadol, his Avnei was pure linen. Right. So he had no problem with Shadis. Right. But he had a bigger problem. The coin Gadol had a bigger problem because he wore the undergarments were linen and then the eel is all wool. So you'll say what's that? It's actually it's mentioned. It's mentioned. This is mentioned. The marriage is mentioned. It's mentioned in, in one of the piyutim. I don't remember where. And the Farshim asked the question. So what's the big deal? It's not, they're not woven together. They're not stitched together. They're two separate garments. The answer is even though they're two separate garments, if one garment is trapped beneath the other garment, this is a problem of shyness. Now, yeah. In a chanami, the gzeris akasaf. What? What do you want? It's not chopped. You can't. You can't take off the to the luxoinus. You can't take off the to that take off the meal. Well, the truth is, we don't know what the meal looked like. You know, yes, because we don't really know. There are many opinions as to what the meal looked like. The best illustration of what it looked like is in the Living Torah by Arya Kaplan. It's the only place I saw a presentation of like five, six opinions of what the meal. We're brainwashed from the art scroll or from the Tabernacle book. And the Tabernacle book is indeed a problem because there. It comes all the way in front, all the way in the back. It's 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 really it covers your entire body almost. And the only way you can take off the shirt, the kasoynes, is by removing the meal. But in a chanami, in the Rav Arikavl, he shows that according to many opinions, the meal was a cape. It was like Lahavdul Elif Alfeyavdolos. It was a cape. So then you would say, what's the big deal? You can take off. You can take off the mechnasan without taking off the meal. But, the, but it seems that from the, the Piyutim and from the Midrashim that it was a problem. At Kedei Kach, this is a fascinating, I saw this in the Stark, and he actually brings us that, he says some, he doesn't say who he gets this from, some of the, the Mepharshim explain that Tameh HaMitzvahs tell us why are we not allowed to wear Kilayim, Shadnes, it's because the only, in order to remind us that the Kohanim, the Kohen Gadol, he was separate. The Kohen Gadol is the only one that we are Shadnes. 
because the coin gadol wears the nich, the nichnasayin and the kasayines, which is linen, and on top of that he wears the meil and the ephod, which is wool. And since the undergarments are trapped by the outer garments, that is shatnes. So in order to remind us, there's something called the coin gadol who's kodesh, and he wears these garments. We don't mess with the coin gadol. We never wear wool and linen together. That's from one of the tamei, one of many. This is not the only reason. This is not the obvious reason. Now the simplest reason, but it's one of the many reasons why we do not wear shanis. Now, generally speaking, men don't have this problem. Don't men, or maybe a person have linen ties. They have linen ties, and you're wearing a wool suit. That's not an issue whatsoever because you can take off the tie without taking off your suit. Let's say you're wearing you're wearing a beautiful wool a wool suit, wool tzitzal scot, and everything you're wearing is wool, and you have a linen tie. It's not so uncommon to have a linen tie. You have to understand we can't. You should know that even in the ties, they advise you should get checked for shanis. Sometimes ties, the very, the very, ex- the very expensive ties, the cheap ninety-nine cents ties you can pick up, those don't have don't have shanis. Not worth it for them to make it with shanis. But the very expensive ties may have shanis. What? Well, it depends. There are many different types of ties. You never know what's inside the wool. The very high, the very high-end ties. High, high-end. They have ties for four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. You don't know what's inside the tie, but so they advise the expense. So you, so let's say you're wearing a linen tie and a wool suit. It's not because you can take off the tie without taking off the suit. So there's no issue whatsoever. The ones who have this problem that don't pay attention are women, because women have a much more complex wardrobe. And it's not so uncommon for a woman to be wearing a blouse with a jacket, and the blouse can be one can be wool, one can be linen. And even though they're two separate garments, but one is trapped inside the other, there are situations among women where they have this type of problem. It's not so uncommon. It's more uncommon by men. It happens by men occasionally. But women is generally women, their clothing bichlal have to be checked for shanis because because women's clothing are all like men. Like, right, right, like men also. Have, but, but even in the dressing, you could have two garments, get a label. It's not, it's caution, there's no shanis on this garment. There's but wait a minute, you're wearing a blouse that's made from one type of material with a jacket that's made from a different type of material they and one is... Trimmings also. The trimmings the, uh, well that's the garment itself has to be checked for shanes. but even if the garment has been approved by the laboratory that it's not shanes, when you combine two garments together that can cause problems like the tie into the no, tie tucked into is not a problem even though it's tucked into the pants, it's not even if the tie is linen and the pants are wool it's mutter, because they're not connected it. There's no connection, and and you don't and one can be taken off without the other. You don't need you don't need to remove one before you move the other. So it's not an issue. Okay, so these are some of the basic issues of shabbos. What about an, uh, an all polyester suit? Two pairs of socks. What? An all polyester suit. You have to get it checked out for shotness? Because, no. uh, not necessarily. I, I don't know, every situation is different. Sometimes there will be lining, wool, yeah, lint, yeah, stitches, yeah, wool, linen. Let me say this. Let me say this. Yes. Have two pairs of socks. Yes. But the something in the No, can put on the... You can. Yes. 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 Correct. 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 Okay, he's giving an example of socks. What's your, what's your name? Berkowitz. Mr. Berkowitz. Berkowitz. Is giving an example of socks. He's saying some of them they wear multiple layers of socks, and sometimes one pair of socks can be linen, one can be wool. 
And therefore, you're not allowed to wear two different types because you're trapping one in, within the other. You can't take off the, 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 uh, the inner one without the outer ones. So if you're wearing multiple layers of socks in the winter time, you have to be careful not to wear, they should not be shinies. Let's say your button pops off. You have to make sure they don't... This is use linen thread because it's strong. No good. So if you have a shanis, shanis yeah. According to Rabbi Nutan, that shanis deraisa. If they stitch right. the buttons, the that's what they check for. Many times they check, they check the shanis, they check the buttons. The Shabbos laboratory will never say this is a kosher begot. They will say we check and we did not find shanis. But if you're going to send it in for alterations, what they check in Ochanan? Okay, there was recently a scandal not that long ago with Talisais. Talisais. Could you believe it? The corners. The corners. Right? The Talisais, it was discovered in Borough Park, people were wearing Shatnez Deraisa on their Talis. You buy a Talis scuttle and it's a nice Talis scuttle can cost $125, $150, even more. More? Yeah. It's high end. It's $200. $200. And then you discover, would you believe you discovered that on your talus goggle, when you when they when they did the alteration, when they put on the atara and they put on the corners, whatever they did, they uh they, they used the wrong thread, they used linen thread. And you're dealing with shanis deraisa. So there's nothing you can take for granted. They have shanis and gloves, they have shanis and hats. The shanis and everything you can possibly imagine, and they take they take uh, children on a tour of the shanis laboratory. They show things. They show you garments that you never in a million years Napsack. expect. Knapsacks, baseball gloves. Occasionally, yeah. what? Yeah, you wear it on your garment. It provides warmth. You don't, you don't have to have to check. A lot of these things you can you can even make a phone call. You can look up online. You don't have to be checked. When you when you when you put it upon yourself here. Yeah. It, when, when you put the knapsack upon you, you just hold it, you hold it as a bag, as a bag of knot. A briefcase, not, but a knapsack is something which you actually wear. It provides warmth. It's on your back. Baseball gloves, generally, they say no, but you never know. I mean, reprocessed fibers where you apply a little bit of. When it's reprocessed fibers, so one's going to be more of the other, so you apply a little bit of. Theoretically, because it goes on your hand, it's providing warmth. This all gets all sweated up. Obviously, it's doing something. What? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still covering your hand. It's still covering your hand. That's that's. So that's part of the rules of seats. Technically speaking, chairs, benches, couches, meikar hadin do not. They can be full of shanis. There is a a chumr. There is a chumr. He actually brings down the case of those people that are nizer not to sit down upon a chair that has not been checked for shanis. He mentioned the, all these stories of the gedolim of the previous generation on the trains, the locomotives in, in Europe were padded uh, seats, and they, when they would travel on these trains, they would not sit down on the on the, on the seat on the bench unless they were certain. That's right. 
Well, today we already know. Today, all today, all of the cars are not. There's no. There's, there's almost a guarantee that there's no shadness. But you never know. Who knows what's going to be in the next model? Go buy a 2016 Mercedes. Who knows what they're putting? They're putting it under the leather, the leather seats. But it's but from you've never heard that all of a sudden warnings have come out that check your car for shadness. Never happened. They don't do this. Don't do it. It's not. Uh, Anything that's worn on the surface of your body that provides warmth, yes. Anything that clings to your body is called a garment in Allah. A chair is a chumrah. It's not just a car seat. In the Ikar Hadin, you're allowed to sit down on a couch that has shanis. There is such a thing that you should not, as a chumrah, as a gezerah, not to sit down upon a couch that has shanis. And as a chumrah, out of that, if it's not been checked, you don't sit down upon it either. Okay. Okay, let's see. Someone's house you can't sit down. You hold that. We're not, we, the Hamoinan, 99% of the population is, does not ex- accept that Chumrah. You want to show off your fruit. Is it only a problem if the cushion will wrap around your sides? Really? Yes, that's a gazer. It may. The cushion may come to wrap around the sides of your legs. It's flat. But it's flat now. So that's why we're not machmir on this bismanazet. It's extremely rare today. Extremely rare you're going to find shanis in a couch on a chair. And number two, if there is shanis for real, it's, it's, it's not going to come and wrap around. Chut is not going to extend up and wrap around your foot. Let's just see the halacha, one halacha on the bottom. Oh, it's alpha days, then we'll stop. What about paper? Okay, we have paper that was made from, you told me the dollar bills, right? That was made from worn out, reprocessed fiber. From wool and linen, cost of pesky tshuva, b'shem hanishmas adam dehim klayim al koponim midrabanan. He's machmir. B'shem b'shem haver esek hevi deloy havi klayim. He disagrees. Reprocess. You have to refund us now, Mayor. Deloy havi klayim. It's not. And yam b'shal shud chasam seifer shakost of the kevin shenich tishu hodek. He could be what he's discussing is not the same as what we're discussing. We're talking about reprocess fibers. Reprocess fibers. You don't even have one chut that's complete. Every single thing has been glued together. Over here, he's talking about paper that's been made from complete fibers. Complete fibers. Wool, you have real threads of wool and just crushed, just pressed together to make paper. The reprocessed fibers you're buying today is not even that. It's particles. It's teeny particles that are glued together. You don't even have a complete chut. So it's not exactly the same. They came with the nichtashu hadek They've been ground up to teeny little to, to dust. melted the And now it's been Transformed to, a new, to something new. Parcha din tzemu pishtim inayu v'chinz muter v'chinkasa beberke Yosef to chumra yeseru he this an extreme chumra lachosh leklayim v'loik halachas ketana shemachmer b'zeh and achadami v'adol zera machmer but the hamoynam is not machmer when it comes to these things. Ois beis havi chibul leklayim you attach and you make two stitches even if you do not knot you do not tie a knot you make two stitches or even if you clasp a davar shel kayam with a safety clip or a pin that is klayim derabon. So just like for Shabbos it's called Toifer, for Shatnez, gluing together two things is also called Toifer and is also. 
Mishum Shabbos, period. The Haramam cost of the Madabek, Bedebek, Bishabbos, Chai Mishum Toifer, Vimkain, Chayev Nam, he be climbed, so it's going to be the same thing. All right, we'll stop here and take a short break.